You're listening to Happiness Rocks Radio. Here we tune in, we tap into the feeling of health and wellness. So happy you're here. You're listening to Happiness Rocks Radio. Here we tune in, we tap into the feeling of health and wellness. So happy you're here. I'm Steph, and it is an honor to be here each week sharing from my heart to yours, bringing you things that have helped me in my life, teachings I've found that really do lead to a higher vibrational way of being. I'm honored to be sponsored by Karen Phytoplankton. When I first tried Karen, I felt the benefits right away. And they were really good ones. And I couldn't help but share with my friends, my family, my coworkers, all of the goodness that I had found. I felt the vitality right away. I felt more energy. I felt health. So needless to say, how lucky I feel that I get to mention Karen Plankton at the start of each of my shows every week because... To me, it's another way of activating feeling good in your life. If you are ready to give it a shot, you can find everything you need at thekarenproject.ca. You can order straight from there. You can find answers to any of your questions. You can find out how this is sourced and it is sourced sustainably, by the way. You can also pick it up at Costco next time you're in. going to ground today's episode with words from the five love languages. These words are by Gary Chapman, and I'm going to be sharing a teaching from his book today. Today's about love, filling our love tanks and filling other people's love tanks and finding harmony in our world. For love, we will climb mountains cross seas, traverse desert sands, and endure untold hardships. Without love, mountains become unclimbable, seas uncrossable, deserts unbearable, and hardships are lot in life. Gary Chapman So everything that we've been learning and diving into lately on this podcast is really truly helping with our emotional intelligence. We've been doing some tough inner work and each week we've been gaining tools, tools to self-awareness. And once awakened, you are most likely applying these tools and this knowledge into your relationships. You might even be doing this unconsciously. The more we know ourselves, the more emotionally intelligent we become. What is emotional intelligence? Well, it is your ability to perceive and manage your own emotions as they arise in your life. So even through the ups and downs, you're still able to navigate it 
look at it through an observer's lens and make those right choices, as well as having the ability to understand and have empathy and understanding and love towards others who share this life with you, even if it's a stranger. If you have emotional intelligence, you are most likely a positive influence in other people's lives because you are able to understand them. You're able to understand their emotions and maybe understand why they're acting out in a certain way, not judge them for it, but help them through it. You're able to understand through your own awareness and your desire to do so. So I love it. Today, I'm sharing a key for unlocking a little more emotional intelligence, and this will really, really help in relationship with self, yes, but more so with relationship with others. From the very famous book, The Five Love Languages by Gary Chapman. This book was introduced to me years ago by a friend, and she was shopping for a wedding gift, and she's like, it's easy. I pick up the same book every time I put a little cash in there. The five love languages, it is life-changing. And I read it after that, loved the concepts of it. Very simple, very to the point, but very transformational. And whether you have somebody in your life, whether you don't, whatever relationship in your life that you feel could be better, I want you to take these concepts home to it. So this might be your boss at work, this might be um, your neighbor, it might be your kid, might be your lover. But whatever relationship that doesn't feel harmonious, this episode is for you. Now the author of the book, he was a marriage counselor by profession for many years. And he is definitely somebody who found his soul calling because he wanted to help not just like a few people he wanted to help many he wanted to go beyond his therapy room and that's why he wrote a book see as these couples were coming into his office for counseling he noticed a common theme these couples were coming in they were absolutely fed up depleted tired angry They were feeling very, very unloved, unseen, empty, and they were ready to just give up. Many were ready to divorce. Through session after session, he found a similar pattern that kept showing up in each and every one of these therapy sessions. This theme is that It wasn't that the love was gone, but it was that the love wasn't being felt. It was that these couples had different ways of feeling, giving, and receiving love. He noticed time after time that each client would feel and give love in one of these five ways. And if there was a disconnect in the love languages of these five ways that I'm about to mention, then their love tank, so to say, so just like a gas tank on empty, their love tank was on empty and it can't go anywhere. There's no road trips happening when your gas is on empty and there's no sign of getting any more 
in your tank. So if you're in a relationship and it's been on empty for forever, you know, you are stuck in the four walls of home metaphorically. There's no freedom there. There's no excitement there. There's no happiness there. There's just depletion. Just like if your gas tank in your car is on empty and no hope of getting anywhere, you know, metaphorically, again, I used it in the relationship part, but like, yeah, you can't go anywhere. You may have a car just like you may have a relationship, but you feel stagnant. You feel stuck. You feel like, what the heck am I doing in my life? Like you almost feel claustrophobic. So it's as simple as that. If you have a different love language, so we, of the five this therapist of the five, he says that each of us have one primary and one secondary. We may feel all of them sometimes, but like for the most part, we speak love in two ways of the five. So here they are. The first love language is quality time. The second is receiving gifts. The third is acts of service. And the fourth is physical touch. If you are a numbers person, you will see through the stat I'm about to share that this book has touched many due to the way it works. Testimonials, word of mouth, that's a big thing. You know, if it affects somebody to the point that they want to tell all their friends, similar to me and the Karen Phytoplankton, like, I wanted to tell everybody I knew because it really worked. Same thing with this book. You want to tell everybody you know because it helped your relationship. It changed it. It worked. And it's simple, right? So listen to this stat. I noticed on Wikipedia when I was doing research for the show today, the book sold 8,500 copies in its first year. And that is four times what the publisher expected. The following year, though, it sold 17,000, and then two years later, 137,000 copies. When we first find someone that we are really drawn to, you know, it just, it everything just feels exciting. All of these things are probably activated all of these love languages you're feeling because you're both showing up as your best self. You're both really present. It's said when you find love, it's like, well, love is the highest vibration. There's a reason for that. You're totally in presence. You're totally in this beautiful state. You're in a really good place and you're showing up as your best self. So at the start, chances are everything's fine. And that is what you've heard as the honeymoon stage. It's like the label we give when we first fall in love. It's the honeymoon stage. And then when the honeymoon stage is over, if there is a disconnect in how we show love, a disconnect in our love tanks, you know, our tanks will feel depleted. And then we just go down this negative vibrational scale because depletion is very low vibrational and what we feel is what we get more of. And so, yeah, we got to get our way back. We got to fill the love tank of the person that we love. And if we want to, we can also start with ourselves. So as you uncover what your love 
languages, you can also show yourself that love too. You do not have to wait for other people, okay? You can fill your own tank. You really can. And speaking of that, I really want to mention this book, although it was created for couples, this can be really powerful for children, for your teenagers, for your relationship with your parents, your relationship with your friends, anybody in your life, your boss, your coworker, anybody in your life, this can be really profound. In fact, since publishing this book focused on romantic relationships, Gary has like written other books with the same concept, but focused on other relationship formats. So there's the five love languages of children, for singles, for the workplace. So although the initial ping, the initial divine spark that came to him to write this book originated through his career of seeing such a disconnect and misunderstanding in his therapy office amongst couples, this concept will help you with everybody, even yourself. And again, by learning about this stuff, we are becoming more emotionally intelligent. Let's go deeper with the five love languages. Words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Compliments. It is saying, you know, I appreciate you or you did a great job or whatever. It can be that. It can be a love note. It can be a song or a poem written for you. Like it can go really elaborate or it can be really simple. You could literally just write a good morning note to somebody, but it's really about verbally stating and declaring your feelings for somebody, your appreciation for somebody. The next one is quality time. Quality time involves quality time, literally that. So setting time aside to be with that person. That might be a weekend getaway. It might be dinner at the table. Just something out of the ordinary that is totally you and that person. That is how that person shows love. That is how they feel love. Um, If you're with somebody who has quality time as a love language, they may be the ones to naturally plan the outings and the dates and things like this, where you probably don't if that's not your love language. So a way to really make that person feel so much love is to take the initiative and just plan something. So yeah, that's something you can do. The next love language is receiving gifts. And this does not have to be materialistic. It is not talking about diamond rings. Maybe it is to some people. Receiving gifts is another one of my love languages. And it has nothing to do with, you know, big gifts or anything. It's more about just the thoughtfulness of a thought of you. I'm going to share a story later about how the receiving gifts really paid off in my life. And also I want to share it because... I'm going to use the analogy of how the person who gave me this gift shows me love all the time through acts of service, but with it not being my love language, I didn't feel it near as intensely as I felt when he showed me this act of receiving gifts. So not to get sidetracked, 
I want to come back to this. Receiving gifts can look like that you brought somebody a coffee. It could be that you made them a nice meal and dropped it off. It could be many things. Sometimes it is literally physical things, but it's more, I thought of you, I got you this, and it's just a nice surprise and it makes you feel really loved. Acts of service is the next one. That is literally that, doing things for the other person. Acts of service. So that may show up as yard work, working on the cars. It may show up as like cooking dinner. It may show up as cleaning the house. It may show up as driving you around. There's so many ways it might show up. And uh, to somebody with acts of service, that is what you can do for them. And that is how they do it for you. If you have somebody in your life who you'd like to show some acts of service to, you can do this by going out of your own way to really help them out in their life and just do something for them. You can also talk in the teamwork kind of vibe, like we got this, here to help, all of those things that can really, really, truly help. The, the last love language is physical touch. And a lot of people, when they hear this, they instantly think, well, does that mean like sex? Like, do I have to have sex? Like whenever, when I'm not feeling it or whatever? No, again, I got to say, this is all about being authentic to you and how you feel, but putting that extra effort out to connect with somebody. So yes, sex is like the best form of connection physically, but there are so many other ways to show physical touch. It could be just cuddling on the couch. It could be open body language when you're talking. It could be brushing their arm when you walk by. It can be so many little things. So just try this stuff on in your life. There are so many broad ways that you could use each and every one of these love languages. There's so many ways that you can touch on these. Let yourself get creative but mostly let yourself feel authentic when what you're doing this. That's the biggest thing. I want you to meet this person in their love language in a way that is authentic to you. And that is how we find harmony. Now I've said, I wanted to share that story about the receiving gifts. So I'm going to talk about my dad. Me and my dad have an awesome relationship. I love him so much. And he's always been there for me in many, many ways, but we do speak different love languages. So a few weeks ago, we had a lot of rain and I had a sunroof that wasn't fully closing. And uh, so it was good on most days, but it was something I really need to get fixed. So there was one night that I was like up in the middle of the night putting blankets and plastic in the sunroof and really like I need to get this sorted this is the first day of the heavy rains this needs to get fixed I couldn't figure it out on my own I tend to rely on my dad to help me with these things I drove it to his place the next morning and he pulled it in the garage and he lent me his car to go to work and when I came home from work I had dinner with them and then I took my car home and when I got in the car, I did feel very grateful for my dad and his help, as I always do. But I wasn't like, oh my gosh, I feel so loved. But I made my way down the driveway. It's a fairly long driveway. And by the time I got to the end, I was like, he fixed everything in this car. Like, 
The sunroof is working again. It's closed. Every light that's off the dash is off, which is, I'm grateful for that too. Like he did the acts of service. He fixed my car, those little quirky things. And then as I continued on, I noticed that my gas tank, when I had brought it to his place, was totally on empty. Like the gas tank. I'm not talking love tank. I'm talking gas tank. Totally on empty. And my dad filled this gas tank up. He filled it to the full mark. And that gas tank being full, you don't know what that did for my love tank. I felt so loved. I am emotional. I I had some tears as I was driving away. I felt so loved, so taken care of. I felt like I have the best dad in the world. And it just, even though I feel all these things, I really felt these things. And I think that this is an awesome example of love language because I text him all the time. Love you, dad. You're so cool. You know, blah, blah, blah. I'll text him all the time. And, you know, I'm sure he appreciates it, but he'll usually write me back with a happy face emoji with sunglasses. That's his emoji. His love language is not words of affirmation. His love language is not gifts. His love language is different than that. And how I felt driving away with my gas tank and love tank full like that made me say, Stephanie, it's time to show your dad his love language. And so I did. Feelings are real. You can't hide feelings. And when you feel the difference of your love tank being full, it just makes you really want to do it for everybody you know. At this point in the episode, you probably already know your love language or the people in your life. You may be thinking, okay, I think I know their love language. But if you want to truly know and uncover, Gary has this quiz that he's put together and it's free, I do believe, and it's online. So I'm going to have the link in the show notes for you. In true Happiness Rocks fashion, I really love us to go a little deep with these episodes. So today, I just want to take a pulse on how are you doing in love? Are you feeling love? So get your pen out and just talk about it. When was the last time I felt love? How long ago was it? When was the last time I felt love? And then who was it from and what did it feel like? Was it from you? Was it from someone else? What did it feel like? How do you show love naturally? And if you had to guess, what are your two primary love languages? 
Is it words of affirmation? Is it quality time? Receiving gifts? Acts of service? Or physical touch? What are your two primary? And I have to say, when we do fill the top two love tanks for ourselves and others, all the other ones come to you. Like all of these are amazing. So we just need to get those two activated first and then it just starts this awesome domino effect. It creates this love, this harmony. And I'm going to close with this quote by one of my favorite poets, Young Pablo, from his book Inward. I want a love that doesn't break, one that gives me water when I am consumed by fire, one that offers me shelter when I am lost, one that helps me see that the hero I am looking for is me young Pablo and that's right we are all who we are searching for when we find ourselves we find all of the things that are meant for us it starts with us it starts with number one inward thank you so much for being on this journey with me a reminder that there is plenty of episodes on going inward on happiness rocks many previous episodes feel free to go peek around and you know have a little retreat weekend if you wish dive in commit yourself thank you for showing up thank you for sharing with anybody who needs it thank you for your reviews thank you for your messages this stuff means so much to me as as i told you words of affirmation is one of my love languages this stuff works. This stuff is real. And thank you so much to Karen Plankton for helping me this show and this mission. Grateful to be here each week. You can find anything you need at thekarenproject.ca. Have an awesome week. Have lots of love. Have lots of harmony. Watch this magic unfold in your life. Send me a message if it works. Thanks again. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to Happiness Rocks Radio. Remember to prioritize your own vibration.